Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. All right, and we're on the way. It's another Reggae Lover Podcast here with your boy Khalil Wanda. And I'm Agard. What up, people? What's going on, Agard? How's quarantine life treating you? Um, doing better th- today than I was yesterday. I don't know, man. That's good. It's like every day is something new. You know, it, new in terms of what's on the agenda for the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what I feel like doing, what I feel like doing to be productive, what I feel like doing to not like be productive, you know? There's like yeah. a lot of decisions to be made. Hey, man, I'm hearing good things about the mixes that you launched, man. I, I, actually, I did hear a few pieces of feedback some people reached out to me and um said they liked it they were jamming people been listening man and um people discovering the like the electric dance hall stuff and everything like that too yeah so um why don't you tell tell the listeners how to find that stuff yeah man so since i've been quarantined i've been firing up the 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 little sound system i have in my crib and just you know as a form of i want to say a form of meditation for a while I was waking up, you know, walk the dog, do my breakfast routine. And then sometimes I'll, you know, DJ for at least two, three hours in the morning. So basically I broke that up into five parts so far. Um, and it's like over seven hours of, of mixes, you know, very few things I played back, but there's a little bit of stuff that does get played back in, in a few different mixes. But if you want to check it out, you go on SoundCloud, you can look for uh, DJ Agard Music and that's soundcloud.com forward slash DJ A-G-A-R-D Music. It's a playlist. It's, you know, for you guys. You know, if you're bored in quarantine or you need to do a little party, I know a lot of DJs and we're going to get into it. So doing like Instagram lives and Facebook lives. But, you know, I just figured I'll just have something there for whenever you want to access it. You know, it's on demand. It's called on demand audio. Exactly. Everybody's doing live. You don't really follow what everybody does. Definitely. Let's get into this show, man. A lot of stuff to talk about. Back in February. We did an episode that was dedicated to the International Reggae World and Music Awards. Agard and I gave our our picks for some of the popular categories due to coronavirus and the protective, you know, measures, the emergency situation in the island of Jamaica. The annual award show was not open to the public, so it was only televised, you know, media only ceremony that took place. And that's our main segment, so that should be pretty interesting. See who got more correct picks, uh, Agard or myself. First of all, foremost, this is the Regular Lover Podcast, and we want to let you know what's buzzworthy for this week. One of the dopest things was a new commercial. The song Toast by Coffee is featured in the Life Water commercial that debuted this year. That's placement residuals yeah man. Up coffee i went over to youtube and i tried to find it because i was trying to show the kids you know because they love that song and mm-hmm. the, the commercial i wasn't able to find the commercial when i searched maybe up there now but there's a video posted that's got colors from the life water branding and it just it's entitled song from life water commercial really and the whole song is up there yeah so i mean that's just to show you how big that is. Yeah. That's reaching, you know what I'm saying, even more people. 
you know, and that that's that's how a lot of people discover music too. Seeing it, hearing it on on commercials, hearing it on social media, you know, especially IG and TikTok. I tell you what, you know, a little DJ tip here for all you DJs. I know a lot of y'all doing live broadcasts and stuff right now because you're not in the clubs. But whenever we do get back out there in the world, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of I know a lot of people joke about DJs who Shazam other DJs in parties, right? <laughs> but um it's a good it's a good technique to keep your Shazam on deck, man. You know, when you go to the mall and you walk in through stores, you know what I'm saying? You may hear songs that play songs that play in elevators. You know, a lot of these songs are are new music, fresh music that you might not know. And it might be stuff that your your crowd might resonate with. Might be good in your playlist. So just a little tip right there. Movie soundtracks, commercials, just, you know, that ambient music that you encounter in the world, man. It definitely. Yeah, I know I just told a story a couple of months ago now about discovering Nina Simone, you know what I'm saying, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was definitely a Shazam moment, you know? <laughs> Word. <laughs> so big up to the people I'm over at Shazam. You see me? And um, like we said, big up to Coffee. She was also featured in Newsweek magazine this week. So continuing to do bigger, big, big, big things. Yeah, man. So um, did, have you checked out any uh, other DJs live uh, parties online or, or not? Well, the, the main person I checked out was uh, D-Nice. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the whole world checked out D-Nice. So <laughs> people are yeah. like, you know, I'm old school. So I know D-Nice from the 80s from, you know, my name is Denise, yeah. and I hate to admit it. I'm taking out you suckers, and you don't know how I did it. You know, from MTV from the 80s. Is this the same D-Nice? It is, it oh, is. Okay, um, so now he goes by DJ D-Nice, and young people well, don't know who. <laughs> they're thinking, oh, this is some, some new DJ. Yeah, so just a little bit of uh, perspective. Yeah, D-Nice was an MC back in the 80s, also producer and a DJ. And recently, actually, he's been getting accolades for being a photographer. So if you're on the New York City scene, like a lot of times you see D-Nice out with his um his camera, actually. But yeah, he's still a booked out DJ as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I, missed, I missed the first day, you know what I'm saying? I, I saw all the media behind it and, you know, started following him. And it was a breath of fresh air because, I mean, he's doing like a lot of like these sessions to where it's like he's he's sharing a lot of the old school, you know, a little bit of the new school. And I actually saw that he's actually doing interviews on his IG Live as well. And I, I logged on, I think it was yesterday, and I saw him, he was with Chip Fu. Remember Fushnikins? Yeah, yeah. Fushnikins or whatever. Like, you know, Chip Fu apparently is still doing music, but then he also yeah. went back into some of the old school catalog. You know, and I appreciate stuff like that because me, you know, every chance I get, I'm going to play old school hip hop. You know what I mean? So, and and R and B. So it was good to hear, you know, actual DJ from back in those days. That it's like real open format. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He doesn't care about what's popular. What's it's what's good and what's not good. Not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's something I saw. Um, DJ Mars posted. You know, talking about how the the top DJs in the world right now and um. By that, I read into it that he meant urban or hip hop or whatever, right? But the top DJs in the world right now who are booked out are not playing new music for the most part. I mean, that's true. I mean, all right, so 
one of the best examples of that is uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's in case I don't know if people out there know. I know this is a reggae podcast, but Jazzy Jeff is a very talented DJ and producer. And the, I I was reintroduced to him through his internet content because uh, years ago, you know, he 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 travels the world all the time, twenty four seven every every year. He, like he's never not booked out. So he has like a reality show crew following him for years. And it's all internet content. So I was reintroduced to him via that. And like, yo, Jazzy Jeff, man, I mean, he's one of those guys, truly open format, can go from rock and roll to hip hop, old school, new school, remixes, scratch and everything. You know what I mean? So yeah, a lot of the quote unquote urban DJs that are booked out, it's it's really party music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool to go to trap and these things like every now and then like a, a little hint of it, but for the most part, it's party music, whatever that is from all over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and shouts out to my brother DJ Mars. You know, while I mention him, just want to big him up still because you know what I'm saying he's definitely a certified club killer. Um, he kills the stage, and yeah, I mean, some of my favorite times that I remember have been you know listening to him going through some of those classic segments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and ironically, I haven't checked out any of the reggae DJs or sound systems so far. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because for some reason, all right, so until this quarantine, I haven't really been on Facebook like that. And for some reason, a lot of those DJs use Facebook Live. Yeah. Um, I mostly just scroll through IG. If somebody has a live, I, I, I check it out on IG. You know, shout out to um, Cross from Unity Sound. He does IG mixes. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the guys who does that. But yeah, I haven't really checked out a lot of the, the Facebook content because like that's where a lot of the dance hall and reggae, you know, DJs, selectors, sound systems are. Big up to Cross from Unity. He sent me his new Lovers Rock but I heard, you know, that Stereo 5 has been doing lives. Like, I think one day he did like five hours of dub plates. And um, I came across a poll on one of the Sound Clash, probably Sound Clash fraternity, if I'm not mistaken. And they had, um, you know, a poll on who people thought had the best lives so far. And by far, Stereo 5's mix was, you know, the top rated one or their live session was the top rated one. Um, but I saw Billy Slaughter from Stone Love also did a live. And I know people have been talking about uh, the fact that Tony Mataran as well has done one yeah. or, or two. So. Yeah, I mean, the the good thing with Facebook, too, is that it, it kind of automatically archives it. Yeah. So if you miss it, you could go back. Instagram, I'm not too sure about that. You know, some footage just came out. It's been posted online. It's on the Indignation Collective Facebook page right now. If you check it out, there's a little snippet of video. Featuring Protégé and Chronics in studio with Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. Yeah, man. Also present is Izzy Beats. Izzy, are you kidding me? I, I know I saw a little snippet of that on, what is it, IG about a week ago. And now it's it's the rollout, you know. They had a little bit of music in, in the clip. Yeah, the music in the clip, I hope that's not the real song, you know what I'm saying, that they plan to drop. It's um, it a remix for underdog alicia keys song underdog so it's supposed to be featuring protege and chronics so with those three on a track together i'm a fan of all three of those artists 
and my expectations are kind of high, maybe that's to a fault. But I hope that that little snippet that I heard wasn't the real product <laughs> and it's not going to actually represent the song when it comes out. If you don't hear anything about it from us ever again, <laughs> that means that we probably didn't like it when it comes out. <laughs> it's, it's facts. Uh, like, yo, know, my favorite artist is Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he has songs that I press skip on. You know what I mean? Quote, unquote, album cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but truth it, be told... You know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to just not talk about it if it's something that... No, 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 it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm going to make you know if it, when it come out, I'm going to make you know if I if feel it or not straight. Yeah, man. Especially in the current climate, you know, music industry, you got to come with the fire, man. Got to come with the fire. There's no reason to not come with the fire. Like, if Alicia Keys is going to leave Wish Pot Shida and go handpick who she wants to work with and be in the studio with them. And it's not one of those email, you know what I mean? Yo, email me a verse, you know what I mean? Kind of situation. You know, it's got to be good, man. Come on. You got Bieber doing it. You know what I'm saying? You got Adam Levine. You got all these people that have no melanin. Gosh, did I go there? Oh, look, well, earlier this year, <laughs> let's just hold on. The, earlier the, this year, when Buju first got released, there was a song that came out <laughs> that uh, I don't think you're a big fan of it. Are you talking about the the Khaled the, joint? Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking yeah, of that, joint. did you hear the Tory Lanez? Has has that been released? Yet? Um, I think so. I know Buju was um hyping it up. What is it? The is, is it Trust Remix? Yeah, the official Trust Remix. Buju Banton featuring Tory Lanez of all people. I mean, he he has you know Jamaican heritage. He's done reggae stuff. He got before. the sauce. I know. We talked about his joint with Kez Namdi. You know, yeah, man, Canadian dude. You know. All right, so we're gonna leave it right there for Buzzworthy guys. We're gonna leave it right that's so because I feel like we're just gonna start like you know ripping and disparaging stuff at this point the way we're going. <laughs> Word. So let's segue it to the tastemaker. Yeah, man. And here we're going to big up some things, oh, put some things in a, in a positive light that we'd like you to check out. And the top of the show, we talked about the Agar Quarantine Mixes have been released. The Agar Quarantine Mixes are available. And so I'll put a link in the show notes for you to take that in. Yeah, much obliged, much obliged. It's 100% free for the free which is so let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audiobook about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm-hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Stephens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole film crews that were down filming him you know all the members of the whalers he's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows he put all this information into a book what's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience quoting Peter bunny the incidents happened with bob getting shot the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage and so you really get the excitement the energy of what is going on that book right there 
I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. And there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley. It's awesome, man. And you know, another thing that's free that I saw on this week, I haven't checked it out yet, but I know the magnitude and I know that it's a level of greatness here is Champion Squad has released their remix collection on SoundCloud. Is this dub plates or just like regular me- remixes? It's it's re it just says remix collection, you know. Um, it was also on a rhythm stream blast today, so it's like they're putting it like all the way out there, bro. Yeah, man, I'll uh, I'll check it out. Big Shout up out to, to DJ, DJ Reem. If you're yeah. not familiar with Champion Squad, you know these guys have been doing remixes from from the time that pretty much Black Chinese them been doing remixes, yo. Yeah, man. Definitely youth, youthful vibes. So, yeah. So you'll hear like dance hall as well as hip hop rhythms um, with old school as well as new school songs, you know, remixed with that one. Um, I'll try to find a link for that. Put in the show notes. Also, so there's an artist now known as Blackamore. He used to go by Jadan Blackamore. Actually, a Guyanese born artist moved to Brooklyn at a young age and, and was exposed to hip hop culture and so the whole rap fusion and reggae has been a part of his brand he was featured on the if you recall smith and wesson the Mm -hmm. their single soundboy burial which dropped in 95 he actually had a cameo on that joint aka the coco brothers right after uh smith and wesson sent that cease and desist yeah man big up to the whole boot camp click but yeah, Blackamore became uh, kind of like a staple on the Brooklyn Caribbean music underground. He kind of adopted dub and grime, and he was an early adapter with that stuff in the U.S. And then he became involved in NYC's electronic scene. So he actually was chosen by Diplo to work mm-hmm. and collaborate with Major Lazer. So he's got a few tracks that are from the Major Lazer fame. And yeah, shout out to DJ Gravy, because I know when I spoke to him, he was definitely hype, <clears throat> excuse me, hyping up Jadon, you know what I'm saying, from then. So big up DJ Gravy too, friend of the show. Word. So want you guys to check out a new joint that Blackamore has now with Snoop Dogg. And it's um he actually worked with Snoop Dogg on the Reincarnated. So Snoop yeah. Dogg had that Grammy nominated reggae album in twenty thirteen. So, Snoop Lion. Yeah, man. Snoop. Don't get it twisted. 
So it's back to Snoop Dogg now. So that may I say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he worked on that album. He's working with Snoop Dogg again on this single called Get Down Tonight. It's got a new video out. That video is it's an animated visual. It's pretty funny. You know, it's just cartoon style and, and the song. It's kind of a funky beat, man. I wouldn't call it hip hop. I can't call it reggae or dancehall. You know what I mean? It's just music with a good feel to it. It's a feel-good type of joint called Get mm-hmm. Down Tonight. And yeah, you'll hear Blackamore DJing on there and you hear Snoop 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 Dogg is kind of singing, you know, you know, he be doing that genre yeah. bending stuff, man. Yeah, I, shout out to Snoop Dogg. I got to actually find some of his mixes. DJ Snoopadelic. I don't know if you know about that. Snoop Dogg actually has DJs, uh, DJing gigs as well. He, I think he had like a Vegas run. <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. It's just random information out here, but it's DJ Snoopadelic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, I'll put a link to check out that video. Look for that single, Get Down Tonight. We got a couple of live joints as well that, man, I've been living off of these one extra live features in Jamaica, bro. Yeah, man. I remember I sent you one and I said... Yeah, that's the vibe I've been getting every year because I guess once a year, One Extra does big things down in Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? That's when they get a lot of their Jamaica content for the year to come. And I'm like, yo, it's it's, it's like a pilgrimage or a retreat. You know what I'm saying? It's like that type of vibe, yo. You know what I'm saying? The, the content that comes out of it, like I'm still seeing videos from two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. that are that are viral you know what i'm saying that still hold vibes you know what i mean oh yeah even um even the stuff that's at bbc in england it's all good all yeah. good you know what i mean so right now we want to direct you to check out the live performance recorded at penthouse rehearsal studios in kingston jamaica with bujo banton and the shiloh band and they mm-hmm. do a about a 20-something minute live set. Buju, you know, begins with, un- no, Destiny and Hills and Valleys. And then he does Steppa and he goes into Trust. Mm-hmm. Just reminds Amen. you again, if you need a reminding, who Buju is and what he could do. And and all the talk he's talking, he, de- he can definitely back it up. You know what I mean? Like when you see that band in full force and, you know, the timing and how like tight they are like it's crazy you know what i'm saying like it sounds like it's off the cuff but it's a really really tight tight band you know right so the really impressive part to me was the new songs you know because we haven't heard step alive and trust live especially trust so they played like an old school shankai shek for him doing step up and it was just like damn son but when he got to trust the way they played that Dave Kelly rhythm live. <laughs> and then the way he was de- yo, DJing, I was just like jumping up and down in my house, man. Yeah, man. It just goes to show you, man, like, you know, especially some of these younger artists, man, they need to, I, look, I get it. You know, it's a different environment. They don't get to go to the studios as much. There's not as much development via having to be, I guess, uh, or having to have a mentor in the same ways that, that Buju's generation had. But at the same time, man, it, you got to work on your craft, man. You got to work on your craft. 
it's out there. <laughs> no, seriously, man. The amount of videos and stuff that we have on the internet and the amount of knowledge that's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some sometimes I look at some of the equipment and the expertise that's in Jamaica as well. Because you got you to gotta remember, like, music is one of Jamaica's number one exports, you know. So the, the technical knowledge that's on that island is immense. And some of these younger people need to definitely utilize that definitely we wouldn't be good influencers if we didn't tell you that Leela Ike has a brand new one extra live session as well where she performs her single where i'm coming from live with the indignation band that's another life-giving piece of uh video right there that you you must check out yeah i haven't peeped that one yet but yeah uh, i'll check yeah. it out that one dropped yesterday as we were recording this, you know, um, when I saw it, it was at about 35,000 plays. It starts off kind of smooth and acoustic and then they ease in, they ease in the bass a little bit as she starts getting into it, man. Wow. I'm very, very impressed by Leela's vocal performance. You know, super professional, man. She's very smart. I mean, the one of the first songs, because that, that, that dub that's popular when she goes into that high note, like right away, like that right there is some good marketing, yo. Cause right away, you know, her range is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So you never have to like doubt that, you know, one of her most popular songs was one of her first songs that, you know, she goes up like, I don't know, a million octaves, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she hits that note every single time. So, yo, shout out to Leela. Good thing right there. You mentioned dub plate. So, Man, it's been a while since we talked about Sound Clash. Yeah, Let's man. go ahead and, and, and go into the Sound Clash update. Big things, big things. I've been seeing the buzz all over IG because, you know, I, I mean, I, I go on Facebook, I post, but I don't really check it like that. But yeah, a good friend of mine, Walsh You Fire, you know, he's like, yo, he needs some Clash content on here. So he's going to be doing walshy quarantine clash man it's gonna be a quarantine clash i know some some interesting rules <laughs> something different oh um you saw rules and all that well yeah he had done a video on his ig there was there was rules it's a little bit complicated i believe it's like three rounds if you go on walshy's page okay. on, on ig you should be able to check it out it's not necessarily a dub plate thing it's one of those creative things to where it's like yo give you 15 minutes to do this give you 15 minutes to do that you know what i mean and yeah. like I, I believe one of the rounds it's like you have to play songs that are older than a certain thing i don't i, I don't want to misinform anyone but it's one of those well things by that, the time yeah. this airs this will have passed already so keep that in mind yeah yeah so yeah obviously um Okay, so then next week we'll just cover it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Big up Walshy. Definitely the type of content that Clash fans are going to be looking for right now. And speaking of which, I saw that Stonewall, you know, there was this Stonewall versus Exorcist dance that was supposed to be in April mm -hmm. or um, at the end of March. Might be this weekend too, yo, actually. So I saw that Stonewall is going to be clashing Exorcist on Facebook Live. It's another quarantine clash. This one in Antigua. This was billed as the History Clash Part 2. But, you know, due to obvious reasons, 
the dance is not going to be held at the uh, promoted at the scheduled venue, and it's moving to online on Facebook Live. So that's one on Instagram Live and one in Facebook Live, and we'll give you the rundown on how those turned out. Yeah, on the next episode. Yeah, trust me, I'm I'm happy for the content, but I'm a little bit you know on the fence about this one. You know, it's kind of like those talk shows that you know basically like the daily show and everything that like broadcasting from their houses <laughs> you know what i mean and like there's no audience to laugh like i watched uh what is it the the weekly what is it the the thing on hbo with john oliver i, forget, I think it's called the weekly or something but um yeah i watched that and it looked like very well produced but there was no audience <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah it was weird it was like it was like you and him in a room and he's just talking to you. So I don't know. Like, I know we've done, we've heard like on, um, you know, rumble talk, they do the modern warfare, um, Mm -hmm. to where it's like, you know, people call in after every round and vote. So I would be interested to see how this is going to happen. Like, it'll be, it'll be cool if actually, you know, whatever account is doing it, like if they post a poll, and right. you have to like, you know, what I'm saying, vote for your sound by the, by a certain time, you know. Right. I mean, I'll be looking forward to seeing how how they do it, and I it's you know I believe that this may be the way that we do things for a very long time to come, and even if and when things go back to normal, you know, this could be just a, a new way of enjoying Sound Clash. Hopefully there's some really smart people out there who are really organized and also paying attention to quality and and business and, you know, the things that we talk about that are sometimes missing with our industry. Paying attention to that and turning it into something that's really going to benefit the culture and help to keep SoundClash growing and evolving for years and years to come, for generations to come. Yeah. I mean, tell you the truth, I have two thoughts on that. Number one, I hope that, you know, people start to wise up like Kwasi was saying. Yeah, Kwasi. Kwasi, sorry. You know, about, you know, Salmon having the ability to copyright their their dub plates. You know, that's one way to go about it. And those things could be streamed and monetized. But then also I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is a perfect time for some of these sounds really like like you mentioned Stereo 5 earlier, you know, to really put out dub plate mixes, you know, that could be a great calling card for when we do finally get through this thing. You know what I mean? Some sounds can be discovered out of it, you know. And one last thing on, you know, the other side of this, you know, I'm watching a few videos about what's going on in China. And, you know, things are starting to get back to normal. However, what they're seeing also is like, a little bit of a reemergence from people coming from outside other countries being allowed to come back in. I'm I'm saying that to say that you're right. This could be a little while because just because, you know, numbers go down and the curve gets flattened doesn't mean that it still isn't, can't be out there. You know what I mean? So people are going to be very cautious going forward. Yeah, man. We just really nothing that we, can predict or control so definitely as long as we can we'll be here to provide this commentary regarding the industry man yep was really surprised to see that a sound clash was held at a club in mount vernon (laughs) 
this must have been like probably the weekend that everything started to go down. I, I don't I don't have a precise before, date on when this happened. Yeah, we know it was in March and is entitled Spring Killing. Right. Before before New York got locked down. Yeah. So this must have been just before the lockdown because I know coronavirus was mentioned. Yeah, a few um, times. So Spring Killing. This dance featured Super Tremor versus Real Sound Reloaded out of Antigua. And then Venom Xenos, which was was that the local sound? I guess so. I, yeah. I never, heard, <laughs> never heard of them before, you know. Love but I'm not see. not to make fun of them, you know. what I'm saying it's just you no. Know. But I feel laugh because of the the clash, yes, the clash, yes. the clash, the clash. I don't really have a lot to say about this dance. I don't want to circle back to being negative or disparaging. What I'm gonna say is, yeah. I saw, I I I was impressed by. Super Tremor sound. Mm-hmm. If you check out this audio and you press play, it's edited to begin with their first round, mm-hmm. even though they weren't the first sound to play in the lineup. The MC is a female. What What's your name? Diamond or? Diamond something. Diamond. Yeah. Is it Diamond Sunshine or something like that? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunshine. Yo, big up to Sunshine. You know what I mean? Because she really held her own as a female MC. This is like... I couldn't tell you when I've heard anything like this before. Very, yeah. very long time since I've heard like a, a lady just giving it to dudes like this in a clash. Yeah. And um the last significant like hardcore sound that I heard was like back in the nineties. Shout out Lady Love. Yeah, man. Big up to um three sixty and, and Lady Treasure and Susie Q, all the other females out there. Female shellas, you see me? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this dance be I was really surprised and impressed by that round in particular and they played a bag of new tune you know what i'm saying i'm not going to comment on how that really works in a clash as a strategy but just looking at that round in a vacuum very very entertaining and um i recall them like one of the songs in the next round and they played talking about venom Zenus, like how we were just like yeah we've never heard of them like she kind of played on that very well <laughs> with a a well-crafted speech and and a custom it wasn't even a custom it wasn't a custom it was just you know a capleton that was just almost seemed like it was a custom <laughs> the way right. that she wrote yeah. she wrote it up with that speech and it connected so yeah man not too bad Probably the last live clash that we'll hear for a while. Yeah, man, I would say it was it was definitely refreshing to hear a, a female's um, MC, you know, doing her thing. You know, and shout out to Real Sound Reloaded. You know, what I'm saying Fat Fataron, I believe his name is. You know, yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, that's another solid sound. That's that's all I got to say about that clash. Yeah, you know I mean? yo, they full of tunes, man. Yo, Antigua, man, golly, yo, son. Yeah. Antigua is leading the way right now. Definitely the one of the new clash meccas, yo. I'm, I'm gonna say it. Yeah, man. Too bad coronavirus is putting a halt on that stuff because I know they had like a whole calendar of, of dances to look forward yeah. to for the rest of the year going on in Antigua. Real quick, I just want to add something. You know, since yeah. this is the sound clash update, I know I know we're going a little bit long, but yeah. So I saw a video. And uh, this just reminded me of it, and uh, in one of the groups on Facebook, and it was uh, Panther's son. You know what I'm, I'm uh, referring to? Yeah. You know, it, you know what I'm referring to though. Like, no, so, Panther's son, the son of legendary Sound Clash selector from Black Cat, who's now solo 
the nine star general Pink Panther. Yes. His son, Panther Son, who's now a dub plate broker, probably the biggest one in the business. Yeah. So basically he had a video and uh somebody shared it on Facebook basically talking to the artists. And basically he was telling the artists, like, yo, due to this situation, you guys need to cut prices, you know what I'm saying, in half or give bundle deals or something because basically right now selectors are gonna if if selectors have to choose food over dub plates they're gonna choose food so he was he was he was recommending that artists uh slash their prices you know i'm saying very 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 steeply you know i mean at least 30 percent or more so I, i just wanted to say that was interesting and some people commented on it and they noticed like he was saying it's for the culture but really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Look, I'm not mad at him. He's a shrewd business person. And basically, if he's eating, he's getting a percentage of like everything that's cut. You know, if there's no cutting going on, then he doesn't get anything. I know some people look at that as a negative thing. But I think, you know, in, in any crisis, there are winners and losers. You know what I'm saying? When you go into real estate, they talk about a buyer's market versus a seller's market. Well, you know... I, I guess you could look at this as a silver lining, but right now it's a buyer's market for dub plates. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just what I wanted to say about that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, you know what I'm saying, some sounds that are really, really reloaded after this thing's uh, over with. Yeah, now that you say that, definitely, yo, this thing is affecting. I mean, I never, I mean, I, I guess I thought about that, but the way I thought about it was that people aren't going to be cutting dubs right now. It depends. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, if you if you already live in check to check and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you're not going to be cutting dubs. But there's some people in, 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 in the music industry, you know what I'm saying, in, in reggae in particular, dance hall, sound system, culture that have some shekels, you know, you know, siphoned off. And, and, and if, if this was like, quote unquote, like, say, for example, the stock market, you know, prices are down. It's a good time to buy. So, you know, I would suggest that the same applies for dub plates because as we mentioned before in this show, um, I don't know how many artists are fiscally conservative when it comes to, you know, the money coming in. So they're going to need to eat some food too. Uh, we'll see how this plays out again. Next week's show, we'll have some reports on the live, the quarantine clashes. Yeah, man. Damn, we're not even into the main segment, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's get into the main segment, man. It's about time. It's about time. But before that, because, <laughs> yo, told you we had a lot to talk about. I wanted to just take a, a, a minute to um to big up Apple, Gabriel. Yeah, man. I'm the lead vocalist from the reggae harmony group Israel Vibration. Mm-hmm. Israel Vibration, definitely one of my favorite groups. One of the best vocal harmony groups ever. Apple Gabriel, who was formerly of that group, passed away this week. Yeah, man. R.I.P., S.I.P., you know, all that. Salute to the fallen soldier. And I, you know, remember dealing with Apple. He lived in Atlanta for a while. You know, he used to be around the Royal Peacock. Had the opportunity to interact with him on a few different occasions. And he was always an upstanding man. You know what I'm saying? Always respectful and a respectable figure in the community. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as an icon, in, in, and I would call him an icon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And while we're talking about dub plates, you know, you hear 
the Israel Vibration dub a lot. Just about every big sound plays that, you know what I'm saying? Every dance, every clash. Yeah, man. You know, I'm talking about the Rude Boy shuffling dub plate. I believe Apple was the one that was actually singing those dubs. Yes. So, you know, big up to Wiss and Skelly, the other uh, members of the group. But Apple was the one that I know, you know what I'm saying? Personally and... Yeah, it was a serious brother. You know what I mean? So he'll definitely be missed. Yeah, man. Prayers up for his family, you know, all the, those who are survived, you know, by him. All right. So now, time for the main segment, finally. <laughs> yeah, man. Run it. Run through them fast. Rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, man. So as I mentioned, we're going to go through the Irama, and you could check out the video of the recording of that presentation, and that was featured on Onstage TV. In the 38th annual IRAMA Awards, the Entertainer of the Year Award, Agard and I said that Bougie would win it. Popcorn was actually victorious. We were actually making fun of him on that show. I mean, look, <laughs> I, the crane is what did it, man. The crane is what did it. It pushed it pushed the votes over the top. Yeah, that's episode 177 uh, from February of this year. So you, you might want to refer back to that. Anyhow, so... Recording Artist of the Year award went to Coffee. No. We said Coffee. Yeah, we said. We thought Coffee would win Recording Artist of the Year. The winner was Vibes Cartel. Yes. To Buju's point. Right. So Cartel is still running the industry. Recording Artist of the Year. Yeah. Incarcerated for, what, the last decade? Mm-hmm. All right. Best Male Vocalist Award went to Chronix. Mm-hmm. I did say that I thought Chronix would win that category. Word. I think I probably um, bowed out of that one because I didn't have enough exposure. Okay. Okay. That's a good way to frame it. Best Female Vocalist Award was won by Coffee. Yeah, we had said Leela for reasons we had mentioned earlier in this show. Yeah. yeah by singer, yo. Yeah. Coffee, uh, a rapper. What am I say? Well, I mean, that's vocals. Okay. Best song was obviously Toast. Everybody knew that we went with best song. Yeah, man. That's definitely a no-brainer. Best album was also Coffee's EP, Rapture. We also said that, yes. So far, most of these predictions were four for six. All right. So best cover or best crossover song was Bosi. Still, still. That's another one. Yep. All right. That's another W for us right there. Best Dancehall Artist Male. Interesting. Very, very, very interesting. And this shows you where the people, you know what I mean? The fans, the listeners, you guys, shows you where where things are at right now. Especially for the Jamaica-centric, you know, reggae lovers. Best Dancehall Artist Male was won by Vibes Cartel for the second year in a row. Yeah, man. I wonder if it's not like a similar thing to what happens with Jay-Z in the States. Jay-Z obviously is one of the best rappers ever, but he's also generationally, the younger generation doesn't check for Jay-Z. I wonder if it's that type of thing going on. I mean, we will never know. I'm just saying, I wonder. (laughs) What do you mean? Meaning, because, all right, so in that category is a toss-up between Buju and Cartel, you know what I'm saying? And Cartel won it, you know what I mean? And you'd said definitely Buju, and I said, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a toss-up. And I think it's for that reason to where it's like, it's kind of like when people are voting, it's like split. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's, it's the dance hall. I think it's the dance hall. I think the word dance hall 
is what swung swings it to vibes cartel. Okay. And when I say that, like there's a category um most cultural entertainer and that was won by Buja Banton. You understand? Interesting. Interesting. And we're just gonna jump around like also the other one that Buju won was best dance hall stagecraft performer. Remember we had a big debate about that. Like I was Googling the definition of stagecraft and everything to figure out like what this category was about. So you said elephant would win it. I did say elephant would win it. And then I think you were uh, voting for spice maybe. Yeah. My prediction was spice, um, but it, it went to Buju. So there you have Buju with, with two big awards and cartel with two big awards and then coffee with two big awards. Word. You know, spice did win for best dance hall artist female. Figured she would. You, you, I think you were still voting. You were voting for Shansia on that one. Yeah, man. I mean, it's aspirational, you know? Yeah, she might get it one year if Spice retires. That's hilarious, dude. Well, yo, Shensia is doing a lot of stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? She's she just is. a little bit younger, you know? Yeah. By the way, speaking of that, a little bit off topic. Yo, did you ever watch that video I showed you of Maca Diamond entering into that one show as the granny? I think that's her new uh, stage uh, presence. Oh, she yeah. I, up like an old lady. Yeah, I didn't check out the whole thing. I Tell you the truth, I didn't watch the whole video either. <laughs> Saw the start of it. It was hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a winning strategy. Anyway. <laughs> I just lost track with that one. Okay, so Latin, best Latin went to Bad Bunny. You called that one. Yeah. Um, for Afrobeat, it was Stone Boy. Did, were you saying Berna was going to get that? I think I think you said know, something man. along the lines of anything Afrobeat right now, Burner Boy is running it or something like that. I don't know. I could be wrong. I mean, he has had a good year, but Afrobeat, I mean, they've all had good years. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all doing well right now. Most <laughs> right. of them. And by the way, they they have like a like they have a lot of songs that come out sort of like dancehall as well, too. I wonder if it's like just the ones that turn into massive hits are the ones that cross over. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, dude. Like, I think one of my mixes, I think the first, like, 30, 40 minutes is just, like, Afro beats. And, okay. And, like, all of them were recognizable songs, except mm. for the brand, brand new ones. So now the plug for the Agar Quarantine Mixes, people, make sure <laughs> yeah. you check that out. I got to start I mean? referencing which mix number and all that. But, nah, just check them all out. See so yeah, man, this Irama Awards, again, this is voted by the public. We talked about the Jaria Awards a few weeks ago. Okay, so at the Irama Awards, the Best New Entertainer Award went to Chronic Law. It's a, it's a public vote. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's a public vote. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, he's the, he, if you're going to pick somebody from the six. This is true. He's the one right now. Shut most up. likely to rise maybe daddy one i don't know yeah i was gonna say shout out daddy one still yeah my six artists that yeah so martimer won like all these awards at jaria so you know just interesting that might be more of a what is that like a panel decision or the media or industry i mean that's and that's that's the that's the thing about award shows right i mean Mm -hmm. some award shows are open for the public and others it's really just you know this who we pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's internal. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So 
Big up to all the winners. And again, guys, you could check that out. They took over the onstage broadcast for that day and their live performances and then speeches by some of the award recipients and some of the stars that you, you love and know were featured presenters and, and stuff like that. So glad that they were still able to do it and it wasn't just canceled. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's what we had to talk about before we get out of here. Last week, I read off some fan mail. Do another one this week. Mm-hmm. Big ups to Kevin in Connecticut. Kevin writes, thank you. Discovered the podcast via Pandora. Day one with you. Started with first podcast. Listening in order. I'll take the whole journey. I'll get caught up soon with the quarantine. Massive reggae fan. All Jamaica. Rocksteady, Ska, Roots. The Vibe. Play Half Pint Landlord for me. Best. Kevin in Connecticut. Yeah, shout out to Kevin in Connecticut. Big up yourself, boss. When he finally catches up, he'll be happy to hear this shout out. Yeah, man. And you know what I'm saying? Enough Half Pint on a lot of the mixes. I'm pretty sure Landlord is in there. And another thing, I love how when you discover a new podcast, you can choose to listen from the very newest show going back in time, or you could choose to listen from the first episode and then bring yourself current. So this, this, this show is like a boy. It's like a coin, you know, you flip, (laughs) which side you going to choose. You're going to be, it's going to be a different experience. Yeah, man. I mean, if, if, if people follow the entire experience, you know, yeah, it'll be interesting <laughs> to hear some of that feedback, you know, when they discover the, the change in format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it, I feel like it makes sense. You know, like honestly, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now as successfully as we're doing it if it wasn't for the foundation of the mixes. Yeah, man, definitely. Well, <laughs> That was our show, the second one of being in quarantine, at least for me. I don't know. Are you technically in quarantine? Bro, I've left my house like maybe four times in the last two weeks. Yeah. I mean, after And this last time, I did have on a mask and gloves. You know what I'm saying? The the three times before that, I had on gloves. Yeah, man. Um, It's interesting because, you know, obviously I have to walk the dog every day. So today it was warm in New York. It was about 60 degrees. And, you know, to see the stupidity in the hood is just amazing. <laughs> What's going on in the hood, bro? <laughs> Dude, I walked by, I walked by like some kids, maybe they were teenagers, like literally trying to shoot a music video on an iPhone, like 20 deep. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a whole nother podcast what I've seen <laughs> while, you know, walking the streets or while walking my dog. You know, obviously, you know, we've gone out for groceries and stuff like that. But yeah, man, shout out to everybody who are abiding by, you know, the social distancing, quarantining themselves, you know, the 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 individual isolation, whatever you want to call it. You know, shout out to you guys, you know, that are doing the rest of society a service, yeah. you know, and if there's anybody listening right now, because I mean, we, we we're taping 
a few days, you know, a half a week before this actually comes out. So we'll still be under this situation. So if you're listening right now and you haven't been taking this seriously or you think that it's some type of conspiracy, even if it is a conspiracy, you know, it can still affect you. Or you think that, the, uh, that everything's going to end at Easter for some reason. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> as it's going as, back to normal in Easter, yo. Okay, real quick. The man said. I know this is the outro, but real quick, you know, I, I feel like it's it's like my obligation to say this, you know, as more information comes out, because this is relatively new. This is a relatively new situation for everybody in the entire world. So information is going to change. I notice people criticizing the information that's coming out like, oh, they said this and now they say that. Here's the thing. As new information comes out, you know, they're going to update you. And even if they're wrong before, they're obligated to tell you what is the best information. So before, you know, they may have said, okay, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s and above are more at risk. While there are more at risk for um, fatality, you know, all of us are at risk for major illness. You know what I'm saying? They don't know, still don't know why some people get get it worse than others but there are stories of people as as young you know i heard a story today the youngest person in new york or is it new york or in the states just died you know either today or yesterday and that person was 17 years old so don't think because you're young and healthy you know what i'm saying that it's not gonna they don't know why it affects people in certain ways so i'll yeah. just say that you know what i mean um just even even once this is over Please abide by, you know, washing your hands, you know what I'm saying, not being in, in situations where you're exposing yourself because it's not just corona. It's, you know, there's a wealth of, of things out there, including the flu and all of that stuff. So, yeah, man, stay safe, man. I totally agree. It's a learning process for, for all of us and a, a huge adjustment process as well so yeah man and i I don't feel bad for talking about it because most of the show it was actually unrelated corona it was unrelated to corona but um but yeah man you know keep your spirits up check out these mixes check out you know you know performers who have like content online shout out to diplo man like yo on sunday because diplo has like a whole like format like i think from Saturday and Sunday or Friday, Saturday and Sunday, he does like he's doing shows. So like Sunday, he had like major, major laser Sundays or something like that, dude. I was like even driving my car and I had YouTube, you know, what I'm saying on my phone. It was amazing. It was like a party in my car. So shout out to Diplo. Shout out Walsh Fire. You know, what I'm saying shout out to all the DJs that are just like trying to just spread some happiness, joy. You know, what I mean. Yeah, you know, I feel like I must be one of the only people that hasn't checked out any DJs at all. Nothing live. Um, you working, son? You got you got I've people. Been, you working? You got people to take care of? You got mouths to feed, son? Yeah, I've been on my Harvard Business Review ish. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, I've been bookworming it up. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah. At some point, you know what I'm saying? I'm a yeah, I'm gonna be there. But yeah, you know. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. Reggae lovers, it's a dedication to you. This is definitely a time where we want to hear from you. So it's reggae lover podcast at gmail.com. 
you know, I've gotten messages through all the different platforms and mediums in the past couple of weeks. So keep it coming, keep it going, and um, and we'll be online. We'll be interacting. Until next time, peace. One love. For booking of Highlander Sound, 404-552-0492 or email reggaeloverpodcast at gmail.com. Visit Highlander Sound on the web at reggaelover.com. Follow at H-I-G-H-L-A-N-D-A on Twitter. Follow at K-A-H-L-I-L-W-O-N-D-A on Instagram. And like Facebook.com slash Highlander Music for more information. So let's take a break to talk about one of our great sponsors. I tell you what, I was listening to an audio book about Bob Marley on Audible entitled So Much Things to Say. Mm -hmm. It's an oral history written and performed by Roger Steffens. He spent time down in Jamaica interviewing everybody, including Marley and everybody that was around him. So I'm talking Rita Marley, Skill Cole, film crews that were down filming him, you know, all the members of the Whalers. He's having these conversations in these interviews that he also collected while he was doing the radio shows. He put all this information into a book. What's so great about it is it, it just immerses you into the experience, quoting Peter Bunny, the incidents that happened with Bob getting shot, the concert when he brings the two political leaders on stage. And so you really get the excitement, the energy of what is going on. That book right there, I strongly recommend it to any reggae lover, anybody that's into Bob Marley, and we have a special deal. Go to Audible and get a free book, free trial of Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover, and there you can grab a free copy of this book. And the reason why I like Audible is because I like to learn new things, but sometimes I don't have time to read a book. I don't have time to sit there and leaf through the pages because I got work to do. So I like to listen to books in the car. If I'm riding a bike, just taking a walk in the neighborhood. There's so many different ways that you can actually learn new information or be entertained. You know, me personally, I like nonfiction. I like biographical stuff. So Audible is a great tool to use in order to take in that information and still go along with your day. Audible, they have the best narrators. You know, you're able to keep where you're at in the book. It's a very convenient way to take in new information and be entertained. Visit audibletrial.com slash reggae lover. So much things to say. The title by Roger Steffens, Oral History of Bob Marley.